What's the butterfly effect, you say? Well, it may just be that thing that helps the students remember you as a teacher. Guys, you know, it's funny. The episodes, the last two episodes, were at opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, continually I have to reevaluate myself and understand that some episodes that I think are going to be great, that I'll think you really want to listen to, well, you don't so much. You know, I usually keep a list of episodes I'm going to do, topics. And sometimes I'll pick one out because it's just the best one I have at the time, and I'm not expecting much out of it. And then it does real well. I will tell you that the episode two weeks ago about catchphrases, that was one of our most listened to for the past four months, I think. Last week's, the one about embarrassing moments, was actually one of the least listened to. And, you know, I guess Part of that makes sense. A lot of us just don't want to talk about embarrassment. Just like I told you earlier a couple episodes ago that you don't really listen to the ones about money that often, too. Some people like to just put that out of their mind, and that's okay. Everybody's got their own issues to deal with. I think this is going to be a good one today. We're going to talk about the butterfly effect and how it can help you in three different ways, including some prizes that I'll mention closer to the end of the podcast. I do want to say this. It is time, guys, to make sure your substitute teacher stuff is in order. Make sure that whatever in our area, it's called an emergency certification. Make sure that everything you need to have going you've got in place. You don't have to go out and find additional pieces of paper at the last minute because you forgot about it. And here's why I say all this. I got my credentials ready, I guess, the week after school was out for the following week. I made PDF copies so that if I wanted to apply for a job or if I just wanted to have on record my document that proves that I am a certified substitute teacher, I went ahead and sent that through. It was all in place. Here's what happened to me this week. And I'm going to give you a couple suggestions that if it's not happening to you, I think I might know a couple of reasons that are a possibility as to why. And it's not because I'm a better substitute teacher than you. I'm not. Let me tell you what happened. I had a high school call. They have a need for a substitute teacher on a long-term basis, about nine weeks, right at the beginning of the school year. In fact, they are going to start me on August 9th when students don't have to report to that school on August 18th. Because of the timing of the maternity leave, they want me to be able to train a little bit for a couple or three days while the lady, assuming everything goes well, while the lady is still there for a couple of days, it's ironic a little bit. Maybe that's why I wanted to talk about butterfly effect today. 
It looks like that's going to be a science class. I don't know that for sure. Things can change at the last minute. Sometimes they move things around, and that's okay. But I bring your attention to that. I didn't have to interview for that. The assistant principal contacted me. In fact, he texted me. He had my phone number, texted me, and said for me to call him at my convenience. So I called him, and he, he went through the details about what was going on. And then at the end, he said, please pencil that in because we want to know we have it covered with you and that another school doesn't come along later and give you something else during that time period. Now, to me, that's flattering. They were confident enough in me from the times I had been there before to ask me, we want you to tell us that we got you on file so that we don't have to look elsewhere and we don't have to scramble to find someone else. So I told them yes. Also this week, I am going to a middle school in November now for the same reason. One of the ladies is leaving for maternity leave and I'll be covering her class in her absence. I already know her. I already know the basis for the class, so that one is going to flow smoothly But that's two things that came up this week because I had all my ducks in a row and I basically have the first half of the school year covered. I won't have to play the the sub-alert or the frontline roulette game where I'm not sure where I'm going. I, I basically am going to two different schools during this first half of the year. And here's what I think it is. There are two things. Here's the two things that I would recommend to you that if you don't fall into this category and it's just not your personality, that's fine. You're going to have to look for other ways to pick yourself up a little bit. I know one of the schools I've been to in the past, when I went in to substitute one day, and it was a time when they already knew me because I'd been there several times, They were talking about a substitute that was in the same class the day before and left like four pages of nasty notes about the class, called the office five times in the same day. Well, maybe in that teacher's mind, it was justified, but complaining that often to the office did that teacher no good, and they just flat told me, we're not going to ask that substitute teacher to come back. And to be honest, some of the classes that got in trouble with that sub, I couldn't believe it because it's some of my favorite classes. It's classes we have fun in, and they get their work done. So first thing I will tell you, if you complain to administration all the time, now there's some serious things you're going to have to tell them. But if you complain to administration all the time without trying to handle things yourself, they will take you off the sub list, okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is give the kids the benefit of the doubt. This is corny. I know. We don't know what's going on in their life, so give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't yell at them at every little thing that they do. Give them at least a second chance. Now, the reason I say that is those kids are a big part of why you get to come back and teach again because they will tell those stories to the teacher, especially the ones that their regular teacher gets along well with. 
but yet you always make the kids mad when you go in there for whatever the reason. Maybe you're the kind that doesn't like to interact with them very much. I'm not sure why you chose this particular job, if that's the way you are, but kids remember you, and they will tell the teachers. So if you do a lot of that, if you do a lot of negativity and give the reason for the kids to dislike you, you will be taken off the substitute list. I'm just telling you, the more you complain to administration and the more you give those kids a hard time when there's no real need to do so, that will cost you more than anything. And I say all that to say the reason I got those two jobs this week without an interview is that I already had a reputation with them. They knew I was dependable. They knew I would prepare for class. In fact, I'll be honest with you, and I'm probably an extreme at this point. I know I might be actually teaching science at both of those schools. Well, I bought a science book. I bought a book that I can start brushing on. I mean, I'm just sitting around the house anyway. Why not already be getting myself prepared for those classes? So that's the two things I wanted to mention before we get more into the butterfly effect. Now, three things we're going to learn about the butterfly effect. You know, I don't have to repeat it, but I'm going to repeat it anyway, just for emphasis. I always say, I love the classes that I go in and substitute, and maybe I'll have 10 or 15 minutes left over at the end of class where we actually run out of material that the teacher left. Because I like to do some stuff of my own. I like the debates. And one of the things I like is the butterfly effect. So I'll show you how that can help the kids to remember that you were there. The second thing we're going to use it for is how that concept of the butterfly effect can actually help you teach. Not in the funny way, but just in how one thing affects another. And then finally, the third thing we're going to do. I told you... Has it been, was it back in May? I don't even remember now. This is the episode for July 11th, 2021, in case you're listening to it in the future. But I told you a couple of months ago, or at least several weeks ago, that I was writing a novel. The novel has a little bit to do with the butterfly effect. And it's a fictional version. It's not meant to be scientific, really, more like science fiction. I've always wanted to write something like that. And for all intents and purposes, I have been writing ever since then. And I am finished with the writing. I am in the editing mode. And I actually think that I'll get that published as an Amazon ebook probably within the next two weeks. And I say that because when that happens, I'm going to have some contests. I know one thing is, I've been doing this podcast for two years now. Two years, Substitute Teacher's Lounge, I've always liked. I've always liked the artwork. But I think sometimes you just need to freshen things up. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to send me an email at Substitute at gmail.com, and I want you to suggest a new title for this podcast. 
want it to be catchy. I want it to be memorable. To be honest, as the as the months have gone on, I kind of think substitute teachers lounge is a mouthful. So any type of new title, I would love to hear from you. Again, Greg Collins substitute at gmail.com. If you look at the icon that when you go to your Apple podcast list and you see that square, it's basically a uh, prism that has been folded out to a flat and it has the number three and four on it. It was kind of a math thing that I was teaching at the time. If you think you know a better piece of artwork, email that to me. Here's what I'm going to do. If I choose your title or I choose your artwork, either of those, I'm going to give you a free copy of this book when it comes out. I'll sign it and all that good stuff. And then, even if you don't feel like you're that creative, send in a suggestion anyway because I'm also going to draw a name out of the hat of all the ones that I get and give that person a free book as well. I'm proud of it. I, I, I say it like this. I am not creative at all, but I do have kind of a wild imagination. And when you read this book, I think you'll agree. I'm not going to tell you the title yet. I will save that for a couple of weeks. I, I probably will save that. I, you know, they advise you not to tell anybody any details or any titles or any artwork about a book you publish until you publish it, just to be on the safe side. So I'll tell you that in a couple of weeks after it's published, and I'm looking forward to getting that out. Now, butterfly effect in the classroom. It is part of the chaos theory. I don't know if you remember the very first Jurassic Park movie where they're in the car and they can feel the thud of the T-Rex walking across the ground, and you can see the water in the cup that's on that dashboard vibrate. That scientist talks about the chaos theory, and butterfly effect is part of that. Let me read you. Now, this is a Wikipedia definition, which very often is not the best because it's just whatever people sent into it, but I like this one. The butterfly effect is an idea that is more commonly used in chaos theory, which means a small change can make much bigger changes happen. One small incident can have a big impact on the future. The idea actually started from weather prediction. Now the term is used for many things, some scientific, some not. I'm going to share one that's not here in just a moment that really everybody kind of gets a kick out of in classes these days because it's still a little timely, even though something started back in 1970. Now, the reason it's named after a butterfly is because they wanted to give it the simple idea that something as minute and simplified as a butterfly flapping its wing in a different direction once instead of twice, that that might actually disrupt the wind enough around it that then rolls into a bigger wind effect and then a bigger one. And then to be a ridiculous to say something like if a butterfly wing in Kentucky, one flap can eventually cause a tsunami in Indonesia. That's the ridiculous kind of concept that the butterfly effect is 
designed to suggest that that could happen. One small event affect a much bigger event down the road. Now, what you'll find out when you bring this up in class, most of your kids will have heard of it. I, I know even when I bring it up in the sixth grade classes, they've usually heard of the butterfly effect, but they just generally know what it means. So I give to them what I think is one of the more famous stories about how a butterfly effect can affect them, help them understand it better because it has to do with personalities that are in the news these days. I don't know if you're listening to this five years in the future. Maybe they're not even in the news anymore, but I would tell you this. If you look up Butterfly Effect, you will find plenty of stories that you can share with those kids. This story is cute enough that kids tend to remember it, and they'll remember you because you told them this cool story at the end of class. So here it is. The end result has to do with the Kardashian family that I think just about everybody in this world has heard of now, but the butterfly effect example goes like this. If the 1970 Buffalo Bills had scored a touchdown, Kim Kardashian wouldn't be famous. Roll that around in your head for a while. If the 1970 Bills had scored a touchdown, Kim Kardashian wouldn't be famous today. Okay, here's how that butterfly effect works. Here's how one event triggers a change in the other. Here's the story. The Buffalo Bills barely lost a game in 1970 by missing on a pass for a touchdown. They didn't get it accomplished. That loss allowed them to get the first pick in the draft because it kept them in last place in the NFL. If they had scored the touchdown, they would have won the game. Somebody else would have gotten the first pick. But instead, they got the first pick in the draft. Who was the first pick in 1970? That was O.J. Simpson. O.J. stayed in Buffalo for a while, met his wife. Then you know about the long trial in which he was acquitted, but he hired the Kardashian's father to be his lawyer. When they won that case, it made the Kardashians famous. Now, Kim Kardashian became famous for another reason, but had her father not become famous, then she probably wouldn't have become famous too. So, Basically, the butterfly effect is if the Buffalo Bills had scored that touchdown in 1970, they wouldn't have gotten O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson wouldn't have, wouldn't have met Nicole Brown. That trial wouldn't have taken place. The Kardashian father lawyer would not have been famous, therefore, and neither would Kim Kardashian either. So that's an example how one story of the butterfly effect can show how a small thing could lead to a larger thing happening, or in this case, not happening. And I share that in class from a lot of times, and, and the students think that's a pretty cool story. If you're not as savvy on discussing sports activities, if you just like look up the butterfly effect, funny stories, you will find all kinds of things to share with those students and do that. 
Kids love to hear those kind of stories. So that's the first way you can use the butterfly effect. The second way is this, and the most important way. One little thing that you do in your class as a teacher or a substitute teacher could very well change a kid's life. Maybe you just gave them that little extra attention. Maybe you just gave them that second chance that they needed that kept the desire to learn. Otherwise, if you didn't give them that second chance, maybe their desire would have gone away and they wouldn't turn out the same. So the butterfly effect that teachers can have on students is the small changes that you can make in their lives could help them down the road. You know, I'll even use something as simple as volleyball. I remember one of the little girls that was chosen to be a line judge in a volleyball match. She was one of the younger players on the junior team that had already played. And I know that there were some fans kind of fussing at her for a call, and she was probably only 13, 14 years old. That made her feel bad. And perhaps I could I could see it in her face. If I hadn't gone over to her after the game and said, I think you did a great job. Don't listen to those parents. She might have been discouraged. She might have quit that sport. If you don't go over and share just those small accomplishments, those small attaboys, those small things with the students, well, then perhaps you may not affect that child's life in a positive way. Maybe something's going on with them at home that is negative. By you just doing that one or two things with them, maybe you give them the pick-me-up they need. I've had kids tell me before, I look at you as a father figure that I don't have. Now, that's a sad story. It's a real story. That just happens sometimes. And I was glad that student told me that because it at least let me know that I could affect their lives in either a positive or a negative way. It was my choice. So that's how it fell out. So the last thing I'll tell you about the butterfly effect is about the book. Send your ideas for the new title of this podcast to gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com. I'll repeat it one more time before we get out of here and including all our other things that I want you to be aware of. Use the butterfly effect as a cute little story to make your kids remember you. Come up with your own. A lot of you out there are, most of you out there are much more creative than I am. If you just think about the process of how one small thing can affect something else, and then that can affect something else, I'm guessing you can come up with a butterfly example of your own. In fact, let me do this. Let me give out another book. I will also give a book out, a signed book, to someone that sends me a good example of the butterfly effect that I can use in my class. I'll do that for you. So the title I pick will get a free book. If somebody suggests some more cover art that I end up liking better than what I'm using, I'll give you a free book, and then I will randomly pick a name for everyone. Now, I don't want it to come through in a whole bunch of different things. I don't want this going through the Facebook page for Substitute Teachers Lounge because 
Then it's visible to everyone. I want you to send your idea via email. The email is the only thing that will count. So send it to gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com and just put in the title free book. And then I'll know you're entering the contest for that free book. Okay? So use the butterfly effect to your advantage. Use it for interesting stories. Use it to affect those kids' lives down the road. And hopefully you'll get familiar enough with it that when you read my book, you'll see how I can embellish that just a little bit and have some fun with it. 